0: Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the 101 questions of AI, where we tackle the pressing questions around artificial intelligence. As per usual, I am your host, Michelle, and here with us is Luca, our in-house expert. And today we are going to talk about self-driving cars. So Luca, do tell us, what exactly is the meaning of these autonomous cars?
1: Well, autonomous cars, it's all in the name, right? So there are um, cars that drive without uh, the help of humans. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is their vision. Uh, But we're not Mm -hmm. there yet. So at the moment, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, there is a spectrum of uh, situations uh, that stays between uh, no automation at all. So myself driving the car and a situation where uh, there is full automation. The car is driven autonomously. I can sleep, I can work and can do whatever I Mm -hmm. want. And uh, there is no supervision involved.
0: Okay. So how is that exactly connected to AI?
1: well uh, this is actually one of the you know the use cases um, where uh, ai is most needed because and mm-hmm. it is needed at different levels uh, there mm-hmm. are at least uh, two or three levels where um, ai is applied currently uh, the first mm-hmm. one is uh, certainly the sensing stage <clears throat> so there are typically in a tesla or in a, a waymo car uh, there are all you know they all have the ambition to be self uh, driven, uh, mm-hmm. there are uh, sensors of uh, various type. It could be a lidar, it could be a laser scan, it could be a set of cameras. And here I'm talking, um, yeah, about multiple cameras, like five or six or seven that are looking in every direction that yeah, you know uh, you mm-hmm. can think of, like really 360 degrees. There is a second stage, which is the understanding stage. So the car needs to create. Um, uh, and um model okay of mm-hmm. the environment around uh, around itself yeah, it needs for instance to uh, you know understand uh, uh, what where is the road uh, if there are moving objects uh, where are these moving objects what's the type of the moving object is it a vehicle is it a pedestrian and um, um uh, the way they do it at the moment is um, they use a pre-existing model uh, that is mm-hmm. uh, uh, preloaded, let's call it this way. And this pre existing model gets updated with observations coming from all those sensors that I mentioned before. Uh, there is a final stage, which is the control stage, uh, where essentially based on the model, based on the sensitivity around the car, the car needs mm-hmm. to take actions. So and this is the most important uh, part, because uh, as you can imagine, you take the wrong action and um, yeah, you hurt somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, this is uh, the, also the most controversial stage, because at this stage, uh, um, you know, there are going to be conflicts. So how do you resolve that conflict? OK, um, is it the safety of the passenger that needs to be preserved is it the safety of the pedestrian in front of the car, so this is this is the most problematic one.
0: And how far are we from le- from reaching that stage?
1: Well, I think Tesla a couple, last week um, I released a new patch, a new version, uh, mm-hmm. where uh, to some degree uh, we have uh, full uh, um, full automation on certain mm-hmm. roads. I think uh, so. We are getting there. Um, I think. Uh, uh, level 5 which is a uh, full self self uh, mm-hmm. driving is going to be still uh, um, going to be a little bit far away on the horizon i think uh, we're talking 5 years 5 to 10 years grand max where there is going to be a max adopt mass uh, market adoption uh, but we're getting there and there are very promising results actually
0: and you think that by the time we get there it would also be accessible to everyone like it wouldn't be like a financial constraint
1: but look, I still, I don't know. I'm not qualified enough to answer this question, actually, because um, uh, there are all of, um, there is, um, you know, there is there are different business models. The first mm-hmm. and uh, foremost is the one that um, essentially uh, allows everybody to take advantage of self-driving cars by leasing a self-driving car. So oh. the, in the future, you might not own your self-driving car, but you you're going to be leasing it and maybe... Mm-hmm. You, also for a certain period of time, uh, or also for only for a certain uh, specific um, uh, window of time over the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- essentially, yeah, this is uh, this is the exciting part. There are so many business models when it comes mm-hmm. to um, self-driving uh, cars. I mean, your self-driving car is if it is really self-driving. Uh, I mean, there is no reason why it should be left parked uh, in uh, uh, your backyard. You know. Um, yeah. It could be dri- driv- driving other people around, and you could make money. Mm-hmm. So there is a big business um, uh, around this.
0: Oh, it sounds very very exciting. Um, if there's one thing that we should remember from this episode, what should it be regarding these self-driving cars? I,
1: I think that um, there are. It's a very hairy, complicated problem because there are so many, um, so many implications from an ethical Mm -hmm. perspective, from a um, legal perspective, insurances. I have no idea how these cars will be insured. So, um, yeah, uh, this is, you must, you might remember that this is one of the most, Mm -hmm. most complex applications of AI.
0: Indeed. All right. So everybody has heard it here. We should all stay apprised and see how things are going and hope for the best that they'll be affordable for all of us. Okay. Thank you, Luca, for that. This has been an interesting conversation. And for everybody that has tuned in, we will see you all in the next episode. And if you have any feedback, do reach out to us. We're here, we're available. And our social channels are all available for you to just like give us a buzz. All right. Thank Thank you, you, everyone. And we will see you next week.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Michelle.